0: welcome to love you most so many of you guys have been asking for shorter episodes well not so many but like a few of you so i want to sprinkle them in with the long episodes so this one will hopefully be just a chad shorter than most and we're going to be talking about things that i've learned in my 30s before we get into that i do want to go through some of the reviews that you guys have left because you guys left so many reviews after i just like asked for you to either leave reviews on apple or to leave reviews on spotify and i just want to say like this podcast is just becoming exactly the space that I wanted it to be. I want to feel like we're just best friends, just like chatting and hanging out. And it literally feels like that. So thank you guys for making it feel that way. Um, one of you guys left a response on the episode, how to beat the winter blues. And you said per usual, I love Shaughnessy or per usual. I loved it. Shaughnessy is so authentic and well-spoken. Oh wait, no, that's that's the one I shared from last week. You said, um, being, you said, being high maintenance friendships can be so hard when having kids. but I love the advice of hang out after work. Also, I love the hobby tip. I'm trying ballet this year to self-teach. And that was from Key. I love that you are trying something new. I think that's so cool. And I literally, in this episode, talked about how to beat the winter blues. And I'm going right after work at like 5.15 to go meet up with one of my friends to go, um, like just like hang out and catch up over coffee and we're just going to hang out for like an hour and then go back home i think that's one of the easiest ways to have like a low maintenance like hang out where you get to really connect but you still it just doesn't feel like too high stakes you know and in the episode how to get over a breakup one of you guys left a message and you said would you give the same advice for breakups with friends and great tips the dating pool is so trash right now i think society and social media is a huge impact I would definitely give a lot of the same tips in how to get over a breakup for friends um, that I would give for like with your partner, just because I think they're all so relatable. So definitely go and listen to that if you're wanting to maybe have a friendship breakup. Um, But I can also do a full episode just on that if you guys want that. And now let's get into some of the Q and A questions. I think that it'll be fun to get into those first, just to make sure that I get through all of them before we hop right into the things that I've learned in my 30s. It is wild to me, absolutely wild that I'm gonna be 32. I feel like after I turned 30, I just kind of started like forgetting what my age was. And uh, one of the questions you guys had was, do you believe in the concept of motivation? I would say I probably believe more in the concept of discipline because I feel like a lot of the time when we say motivation, what we're really saying is discipline. Like, you know, let's be motivated to go work out or let's be motivated to like keep the schedule or whatever. But like, it's very rare that you have the motivation to do things consistently. Like even with my own job, like I love being an influencer. It's so fun, literally feels like a dream that I have this job, but there are literally days where like, I need to read through a 30 page contract and like sign it or send it back and like, you know, send back with edits or whatever. and I do not feel like reading it. Like I literally don't feel like reading it or there will be a day where a brand that I'm working with might say like, hey, we need you to be like, you know, two steps closer to the screen or we need you to like wear pants instead of shorts or something that feels kind of nitpicky to me. And in my mind, I'm like, what I created was great. I loved it. But like knowing them, like obviously they know what they want for their brand. And so I have to go back in and like create those changes for them. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't feel motivated to do that. Like I literally don't. But I think when you're disciplined and you like focus on like discipline or lean into discipline more than motivation, I think you can get a lot better results for like whatever you're looking for. Um, You also said not a question, but I'm French and I use your video podcast to improve my English. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. But I also want to say, I say like, um, and like stutter and stuff way more than probably the average person. So I appreciate that so much that you use this as like a learning tool because I definitely am not the most like, I don't know, I don't have the biggest like vocabulary. So I'm glad you're here. And I hope that I'm not butchering your ability to learn. <laughs> you guys also asked how to cope with grief and regret about grief. I've been really struggling badly with Badly This year, I actually am going on a trip tomorrow out of town and a large part of that trip is because I am going on a solo trip. So make sure you're following on Instagram to like keep up with that. But a large part of that is because I'm doing my own little like soul searching while I'm there and not even because I really need to like find an answer to anything, but coping with grief is so hard. And I think that coping with grief in the space where you started grieving, in the space where that maybe death or loss happened is also really, really hard. Like if you were living at home when it happened or when you were in college or wherever space you're in, I feel like a lot of those memories come up so frequently. Like I'll be driving and I'll be driving down the same street listening to the same song where my parents told me that my dad was like going on hospice and I will literally remember those moments as if they were yesterday and that can be so hard. So obviously it's not something that we can all do to like take ourselves out of those spaces. But I think that if you are really struggling with grief, find someone to talk to or try to get yourself to disconnect from that space. So maybe you have been listening to the same sad playlist over and over that you listened to during your time of loss. Stop listening to that playlist, let go of those things and stop revisiting those same memories over and over again and give your heart time to heal so that when you do come back to those memories, it's not quite as hard. You also asked, how often do you read in a day? Um, I read, usually I try to wake up at like 5 a.m. and I read for about two hours before I start like the work day, and that has been so helpful. I probably get the most reading done in my morning reads. So if you're trying to read more this year, I really recommend, even waking up 30 minutes early, you don't have to get out of bed, literally wake up and grab your book and start reading now it would probably be hard to read like a self-help book or something that maybe isn't as like interesting but if you're reading like a friends to lovers or a thriller or something like that like you will not want to put it down and even if I'm tired like I literally am like I want to read and so sometimes I'll do something to keep myself busy like I'll twist my hair or I'll just kind of like do something that keeps me like moving while I'm reading like with my fingers so that like helps me a lot if I knew how to knit that would honestly be like perfect Um, Another question you asked was, what is your advice for maintaining peace after being a people pleaser for so long? And this is so freaking hard. Um, The biggest thing I can say is to really reinforce your boundaries because it can be hard to set them. But I feel like when you set a boundary of like, okay, you know. I am going to be comfortable to say no, I'm gonna learn to say no, or I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. If you overstep those boundaries enough, they almost feel like they're not something you're ever gonna do. So really reinforce those boundaries within yourself and really think about what those boundaries are and maybe write down a list of those things. So that way when things come up, when you wanna be a people pleaser and you want to just like fall into what like, I don't know, the bad habits you've had over time, maybe it will help you to stay away from that. Another question you asked was, how do you get over someone that you weren't in a relationship with? I shared in my last episode about how to get over a breakup, how I was in this relationship with someone who a large part of the relationship, we weren't together and then we finally got together and they were obviously terrible. (laughs) And I think the biggest thing that helped me just overall getting over that Was just like all the like things that I shared in the how to get over a breakup, because whether you officially dated or not, I think that those like ties that someone has to you are the same, like whether you have a title or not, whether they openly display display their love for you or not your heart was still connected to them. So go listen to the last episode that I shared of how to get over a breakup, because I think that those things are really helpful. And the last question you asked was, just curious, have you read any books by Jodi Picot? Is that her name? Um, Before or recently? And no, I haven't, but I actually have one of her books on my TBR. Um, I think it's called Mad Happy. I think that's by her. Um, And so that's what I wanna read. And for our little book segment, there really isn't much to share. Um, I read Into the Dark by Jessa Hastings and it hasn't been released. It comes out like February 13th. So excited for it, but y'all, this book has me in its clutches. Like I literally wanna read it over again already. Um, I also feel like it has put me in the biggest book hangover. I've never been to book slump, but a book hangover is kind of like you can't stop thinking about that amazing book and you feel like nothing will compare. So you almost don't want to read anything because you feel like everything you pick up isn't going to be as good. And that's kind of how I feel. So I know that there is a good book out there, but I've read Saving Noah since then. It was good, but I feel like I would have rated it higher if I hadn't read Into the Dark before. And I also read Heartstopper 5, which just came out and I was really excited for that graphic novel. And again, it was it was good it wasn't great but it was good now let's get into the things that i have learned in my 30s y'all bane is over here it is like end of the day and bane is like ready to get my attention so if you like hear something like hit or pushed or whatever it's him literally just like knocking on my laptop being like please pet me but while i'm like using my hand on my laptop it's like actually not possible to give him attention so Uh, The first thing that I've learned in my 30s is you cannot enforce a boundary you never set. I think that this is something that's really important because as we get older, we almost forget what our boundaries are. And like I kind of shared before, you can't really enforce a boundary if you don't even know what that boundary is, or you don't even have like set boundaries in place. So think about the boundaries that you have that you want to stick to. And you don't even have to tell the people who the boundaries might be like surrounding, you just have to know for yourself because you cannot control other people's actions, but you can control your own. And so if let's say you have a toxic family member and maybe you don't want them to be a part of your life and maybe they call you three times a day, but you only wanna answer the phone once a week, you don't have to tell them like, hey, you know I'm not gonna answer your calls. You can let them know like, hey, I'm busy. Um, I'm not able to answer your call or like I would prefer if you text or something like that. And if they keep calling you, you can't change their like you can't change what they do. You can only change your response. So your response would be if you told them that you like aren't able to answer the phone, you prefer text, then maybe only answer their call once a week or answer it once a month or whatever you want to do. But if someone is breaking your boundary, it's up to you to make sure to enforce it and to set it and another thing that i've learned in my 30s is your value isn't determined by how productive you are this is something i'm still learning because especially with your own business i feel like it's so scary to just let up the reins for a little bit and just like i don't know just like be just without work and it feels scary because it feels like I'm like rest isn't productive and rest is productive. I promise you. I feel like as I've gotten older I'm realizing that like the true meaning of life is not like work 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 go to sleep, wake up and work work work. It's connecting with people you love and like doing things you enjoy and obviously work sustains that a lot of the time, but or work like helps to sustain that a lot of the time, but I think that we just need to be more realistic with our time and make sure that it's not all work-related. And another thing I learned in my 30s is it's okay to say no. I've said this over and over again, saying no should be something we're very comfortable with. And I think until we say no, like the more we say no, the more comfortable we become with it. And so I really encourage you to flex that muscle and tell more people no even if it's something that you like physically can do, like if someone's like, hey, will you help me move? And you physically can do it, but maybe you just like emotionally don't want to, that's fine. You don't have to say yes to everything. And I think that learning to say no and becoming comfortable with it will help you in the long run. And another thing that I've learned in my 30s is to stop trying to fit in because it's okay to be different. And this is a big one because there is someone out there for everyone if you're someone who's into knitting if you like cozy games if you like doing 100 cartwheels a day i don't know what it is for you but whatever it is whatever you like doing i promise there's someone else who also likes to do it and they're afraid to show the world that they also enjoy that thing so i really want to encourage and empower you to stop trying to fit in Like stop trying to fit into everyone else and pretend that you have the same hobbies and likes and desires that they do. Like you are a completely different human than they are. So it's very normal for you to have interests that are different than everyone else. And so I really want you to stand on that to just like lean into who you are and the differences that like, or the things that make you different, because we all have them. But I think sometimes it's scary to show up as who we truly are. Another thing I've learned in my 30s is that happiness is a choice. And this is something probably in the last three years that I've learned more than anything because life has been so freaking hard and it's thrown a million and one curveballs at me. And it just keeps getting harder and harder, but I still find joy. And the reason I find joy is because there's always something in my day, in my week, in my life that I can be joyful about whether my day was good or bad. And I don't think it's bad to acknowledge the bad days. Like if you're having a hard day, that is normal to acknowledge. Like don't shove that under the rug or shove your emotions or feelings under the rug, but also don't give like a woe is me. I had a bad day. So it means I have a life like mentality. Like you have a great life and maybe you have a lot of hard things in it, but We are so blessed to even be existing on this freaking planet flying through space. And so just like revel in that, like we are, it's such a like wild thing that we even exist. Like when you really think about it. And so I really try to find the joy and be grateful for what I have. And am I that way every day? Absolutely freaking not, but I do try my best. And I think as long as you're trying, that's all that matters. And another thing that I've learned in my 30s is to value your friendships. And I think I'm learning this more than I ever have because as I get older, friends have become like family. But I also am leaning into the friends that are also leaning into me and I'm letting go of the friends who aren't really showing up in the way that I feel that they should and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that the term when people say like, Oh, I'm growing out of something. I think that that's kind of off putting to me because growing out means that like one is growing above and one is maybe growing below or at least it's giving that connotation. But I don't think that it's bad to grow apart from people. And I think that as a society, we almost feel like it is because you just have this like view in your head that you have to be friends, with the same people your entire life. But that's just like not really like it's not really normal or sustainable cuz we're totally different people than we used to be 20 years ago. And another thing I'm learning in my 30s is that you are not a problem that needs to be fixed. Stop focusing on constant healing at all times. Yes, you should work on yourself. Yes, you should better yourself, but if you're listening to this podcast or just any podcast in general, I can guarantee you're probably trying to learn something at some like time in life. Like I feel like here on this podcast we talk about all kinds of things and it can be so easy to go down the rabbit hole of like, oh, well, I'm bad at this or bad at that, and I need to fix this or that. And that just turns into self hate. So I think the more you learn to love the unlike, like, I don't know, the ugly parts of you or the parts that aren't perfect, I think the better you'll be. And yes, you should work on yourself, but I don't think that you should feel like you're a project that needs to be fixed. And another thing I've learned in my 30s is to do it scared. I started sharing on the internet, scared as heck. My little legs were shaking. People were making fun of me. So many people I would meet up with, they would be like, "Oh, so how's your little YouTube thing?" Or they'd be like, "Oh, subscribe, swipe up," just like making little jokes. And I would just be like, "Ha ha, kiki, that's so funny. That's great. I love that you're making fun of me." And now it's something that I love, and it's like a career that I love. And so, like now it's water off my back. Like no one's saying anything anymore because I've come to a point where they like respect what I'm doing. And that's just with anything. Like if you decide to move somewhere and people are saying like, Hey, you shouldn't do that. Like, that's not a great idea. Like you're dumb. You're not going to have enough money. You're not going to get a job. You're not, 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 whatever. Like, okay. So you're going to decide how my life goes. Like, no, that's not the case. So do it scared. Do it. If people are laughing at you do it regardless if it's something that you want to do, just like try it because you'll never know if it's going to work or if it's going to be good for you until you try. And the last thing that I've learned in my thirties is that choosing to love yourself is one of the most important decisions you will ever make. Choosing to love yourself is one of the most important decisions you will ever make. And I want to say that twice because I think it's so easy, like I said, to feel like we are projects that need to be fixed and that we aren't whole as we are right now, but like you are an incredible person. And I don't even know you, like you are incredible. There are incredible, unique, wonderful things about you that maybe only you know, or maybe only your close friends know or only your family knows, but it's there. There's something just magnetic about you, something amazing about you that people like. And I feel like so much or so often we can feel like, those cool things about us just like aren't cool and we need to change them or fix them. But I really want you this year, and I know that people probably are just bombarding you with like 2024, like change this, do that. But like, I really want you this year to focus on loving yourself. And I think the easiest way to learn to love yourself is to learn about yourself. So for me, like I go on solo dates, I actually think I have a whole episode on like how to love yourself. So go back and listen to that episode. Um, but for me, it's solo dates. Cause I learn, like, okay, I like this, or I don't like this. I love this. I don't love that. And the more I know myself, the more I love myself or, you know, want to just like, learn more about myself as I get older. And so in the same way, you would date someone else, date yourself, figure out who you are. And I think that you'll just be so much happier in life. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you most, more than anyone you know. Well, maybe not, but I love you a lot. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.